Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi there, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program around Australia. If you're listening for the first time, make sure you check out the back catalogue of episodes. There are, to put it mildly, shit tons of good stories for you to sink your teeth into. Or your ears. Do you sink your ears? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But there is also a Queer Stories book that you really should buy and a podcast collaboration with Google's Creative Lab called My Mother's Kitchen. It features a bunch of Queer Stories storytellers and is a cool interactive game slash podcast slash, I don't know, experimental audio experience. It's cool and you should check it out at mymotherskitchen.com.au. Corrie Chen is an actor-nominated screenwriter and director and the 2018 Film Victoria Greg Tepper Award recipient. Working across comedy and drama, her directing work has screened on the ABC, SBS and Network 10 and her writing in Women of Letters. She is the director and executive producer of SBS's Homecoming Queens. This story was performed at Queer Stories for Sydney Writers Festival in May 2019. Everything I'm about to tell you is the truth, or at least a version of very real lies I have told myself. All I remember is the rain. It's grey. I'm hunched over in my car, illuminated by my iPhone screen, furiously Googling. It's only 4pm, but it feels like night time. Melbourne winters can do that. I've been meaning to tell you, I mutter in Mandarin, repeating after my Google Translate. I'd been practising for weeks. My Mandarin, the first language I learned, is forever trapped at a grade two level. Fine for important tasks like ordering food at a restaurant, but crippling if you want to have a half-serious conversation with your immigrant mother. Furiously, I type in gay, queer, homosexual, lesbian into Google Translate and pick the one I could pronounce and remember the easiest. I had already called her earlier. I'd waited weeks for this day, picking the exact moment when I knew my dad was out of the country. It was windy, and I shielded the mouthpiece as I spoke. Are you home later? I have to talk to you about something. Is it serious? She says flatly. She says everything flatly. Emoting is not a skill that comes naturally to my mum or to me. No, don't worry, it's not serious. A pause as the line cracked and hissed. Suddenly I wondered if she knew. Mothers always know. But before I could panic, she cut in. Can you buy some cat food for Bam Bam on the way? There's a sale on at Coles. In my car, I'm cowering. I think of excuses to get out of this moment. Avoidance has always been my strongest coping mechanism. I think of more ways I could lie to my then-girlfriend about why I still haven't told my parents about her. Lie after lie after lie. Suddenly, we've been together for three years, and she gives me an ultimatum. Do it, or we're over. I think of my last attempt to tell my mum, where instead of telling her... I chickened out, and we went suitcase shopping. (laughs) Needless to say, my girlfriend was not impressed when I returned home sheepishly with a brand-new suitcase (laughs) right next to the closet I still slept in. (laughs) 
I launch myself out of my car, each step sodden with rain. My mum opens the door and immediately scolds me for not having an umbrella. This is why you always get sick. She looks down at the tins of cat food in my hand and frowns. I'd gotten way too many tins of turkey, and Bam Bam does not tolerate white meat. <laughs> I step into the living room and notice the London Olympics opening ceremony starting. I recorded it for you, my mum said. I'm touched. I take a deep breath. She's standing in the doorway, and I don't wait for her to settle. I have a meaning to tell you, I said. My mouth was full of saliva. Are you sick? She says, concerned. I shake my head. It's now or never. My housemate who you've met, she's actually my girlfriend. My mum was silent, completely still. I notice her leaning against the doorframe for support. Seconds pass, it felt like decades, and I'm confused. In all my research, watching coming out videos on YouTube, it always ended with an embrace. <laughs> Every cell in my body willed her to come closer to me. Why are you telling me, she said eventually. Fuck, I thought. I didn't say the line. She must not have understood what I meant. I'm a homosexual, I half shouted, quoting Google Translate verbatim. <laughs> she twitches like she's been whipped. Silence. I don't think people say that anymore, she responded slowly. <laughs> it wasn't until months later I realised I had used a very old-fashioned, un-PC phrase basically the equivalent of saying I am a faggot to my mother. More silence. Your dad did ask if I thought you were, but I said no, she paused. I think you get it from his side of the family. She was so cold and matter-of-fact, like she was talking about my eczema or high blood pressure or other unsavoury traits that I did get from my dad's side of the family. She suddenly rattles off a list of every single female friend she's met to ask if they were also gay. I realised she was essentially asking who I had slept with. I said none of them. A, a blatant lie. She, <laughs> she sighed. You're very fortunate we came here. This wouldn't have been possible for you in Taiwan. But here, there's freedom. She trails off and finishes sadly. Your life is going to be so difficult. Immigration is a violent act that echoes through generations. The burden and responsibility on the immigrant child is to atone. Atone for the decisions of their parents that the choice of uprooting and leaving their homeland was the right one. Proof that their sacrifices their years of loneliness of providing a better, easier life for me was going to come to fruition. Instead, I'd become all these things my parents did not want. A filmmaker instead of a lawyer, gay instead of straight, I had chosen the path of most resistance. She moves to the kitchen. Do you want some tea? She calls out. I hear her fill up the kettle, bang around the cupboards, and then silence. And with a sudden jarring stab of pain, I realised she wasn't coming back. That she would rather wait in the other room and watch a kettle boil than come back to sit with me, her only child. My eyes water as I realised I was no longer her perfect daughter. And that by coming out, there was never a chance I could be. 
your life is going to be so difficult. I am 11 years old. My school had invited my mum to come in to teach calligraphy to my grade six class for World Day. Out of the corner of my eyes, Out of the corner of my eyes, I see some boys snigger at her as she teaches a blindingly white class how to write a version of their names in Chinese. I burn with shame. I wanted no part of that culture. Is she your mum? A girl asks. No, I say. Avoidance and lies. I know my mum heard. I'm 15 years old. My dad and I say goodbye to my mum at the airport as she's deported indefinitely for visa issues. I don't tell her I'll miss her because I'm a self-obsessed teenager. I don't tell her I love her because I'm afraid she won't say it back. See you soon, I say. She doesn't return to Australia until I'm 20. I'm 23 years old, it's 2 a.m. and I'm in a bedroom chatting up a storm with a girl who asks if I'm gay. <laughs> no, I say. Lies and avoidance. She's confused. Then why are you in my room? <laughs> I fall deeply in love, and five years later, she breaks my heart. I'm 26 years old, silently weeping in my room after my mum cancels a dinner where I was supposed to bring my girlfriend over for the first time. I'm too tired. Maybe another time, she says. I'm too much of a coward to push her to accept me. I'm too much of a coward to feel anything but relief. Lies and avoidance. Nature or nurture, we are always a product of our parents. In Confucianism, family is a central, pil central pillar to the Chinese identity. Westerners often, Westerners often fail to understand how extreme this hierarchy is, the superiority of the elder over the younger. It is the duty of children to take care of their parents at all costs even if that means sacrificing one's own life. Choosing happiness of the self over duty, the act of coming out is a very Western concept. And in coming out, I was pitting the two halves of me against each other. The Chinese part, full of self-hatred for failing my duties as a daughter. The Western part, crippled by my desperation for my mom to accept me, to tell me she loves me regardless. To this day, my mom and I still haven't spoken again about my sexuality. I see my parents for dinner once a week, we eat, they interrogate me about my career, and then send me home with containers of food. <laughs> the ultimate display of an Asian parent's tenderness, and I've learned to cherish and quantify that love. But unlike the coming out narrative of Western culture, unlike those YouTube videos I watched, there is no neat ending to my story. When I was young, I used to think it was a curse that I belonged nowhere, tethered to no country. Like queerness, immigration was a choice I didn't make. I have no doubt I'll spend the rest of my life trying to come to terms with my fractured identity. And slowly, maybe those fractures in the in-between will cease to be a deep hole in my heart, but a vessel in which I can hold my own memories, love, and family coexisting together and not siloed. A place that can finally celebrate my own process of searching and becoming exactly who it is I am. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and consider signing up to my crowdfunding page on Patreon. Small monthly donations help me keep my business afloat as an independent producer and artist. And in exchange, you get discount tickets, giveaways, merch and that warm glow of supporting the arts. For event updates or those excellent social pages pics from the various events, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late night ramblings and photos of my excellent dog, Frank, follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.